Hello. Hi. It is the 17th of December and I'm just now doing my November spending recap, which I feel like I should just stop saying this every month. Like, oh my gosh, it's so far into the next month. And just just understand that that is a normal thing and I'm probably never going to have it done any sooner. So I should probably just start being a little kinder to myself. But in any case, November was a little bit interesting. It wasn't too bad in terms of spending. Let me give you the headlines to start. So our total spending, not including the mortgage, was $6,813. And every month in the same way, I'm like, how am I just doing this now? Two weeks later, every month I look at the total that does not even include a place to live. And I'm like, how did we spend $6,000? And that doesn't even include a place to live. Although that is actually, I don't want to say it's on the low end. The lowest monthly spend I think we had, again, not including housing, was 4000 something. And it's not like terrible. And I'll go into what it went into. There were a couple of big ticket items. Our savings rate for the month after taxes was about 44%, which I felt pretty happy about. And then I just started using Monarch Money. I'm trying out Monarch Money to track our budget and expenses and cash flow and everything. I had been using You Need a Budget. For that, I had been using Mint. And I really like Monarch Money. I really like, I gotta tell you, I will put a link, I'll, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. And if you use my link, I get a month free, which is like whatever. But if you use it and you like it. I would really like to talk about it and talk shop compared to you need a budget. And I just did a whole episode about this. I think it's two episodes ago, but I would say the very highest level, the difference for me between monarch money and you need a budget, the way that you interact with individual transactions is way better. And you need a budget, like the way that they kind of come into your inbox and you categorize them and you approve them. And you're like, yep, this is, this was groceries. This was clothing. This was mortgage. This was whatever. So much better. And you need a budget. The way that Monarch shows you your monthly spending, your cash flow, all of the reporting, all of the display is way better for me and for what I want in Monarch Money. It does. I wish that those two could have a baby. I wish I could take the way individual transactions get categorized and processed from you need a budget and move that into Monarch Money. But I'm really liking it. So probably going to switch permanently. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. This is, I'm I'm doing this episode, like usually I do this episode while I look at a couple different things, a couple different spreadsheets, and then you need a budget. So this is my first month doing it, looking at my spreadsheets plus Monarch Money, which probably makes no difference to you, except I might be a little slower. Like, wait, what? where do I, what did I spend? <laughs> Bear with me. I'll try to edit out too many long silences while I'm just scrolling. One of the cool things though that I liked about Monarch Money is it gives you a monthly savings rate. Now I don't love this monthly savings rate and I'll tell you why. So the monthly savings rate I like to go on is after tax spending. So just to make the math easy, let's say our household income was $150,000. We pay $50,000 in taxes. So our after tax income is $100,000. Again, just to make the math easy. If we spent $20,000 of that $100,000, then our savings rate would be 80%. If we spent $90,000 of that $100,000, then our savings rate would be 10%. So I count calculate basically anything that we don't spend in the month, I consider saved. And that's how I calculate it. What Monarch is doing is it's saying like, here are the actual dollars that went into your bank account. Like here's the dollars that went into your bank account. Here's the dollars that you spent. Here's the percentage of that you did
didn't spend, that's your savings rate. And what it doesn't do is it doesn't take into account any paycheck contributions because it can't, because it doesn't know. I, I mean, I guess I could manually add transactions for all of them as income and outgoing, but so it doesn't count like contributions to my 401k, contributions to my HSA. So that's why it's very different. When I calculated our savings rate for this month, I got about 44%. And when Monarch Money calculated it, it gave me 16%, which is a lot less, but I actually just kind of like seeing it. I like having that number too, in terms of just savings rate for like what hit your bank account. I like it. Anyways, there was I. Okay. So our total spending for November was $6,813. And that does not include the mortgage. I don't share my mortgage amount. I never have for a couple of reasons. One, gal's got to keep a little mystery. And two, it's really high. I I think it's high. Maybe if you like live in a very high cost of living, you might not think it's high, but I think it's high. So I, I just like to keep that one close. It also makes it easier to compare apples to apples in terms of expenses. So I take it out. All right, let's start with food. Food's always everyone's favorite topic. It's so universal. I love knowing what other people spend on food. And this month, it was our biggest category of spending. We spent about $1,400 on food. And I always divide that into four categories. I track that as groceries. And then I split up restaurants. So restaurants and then takeout. So like sit down restaurants and then takeout like Chipotle or whatever. And then coffee shops. Oops. I said I'd do four categories, but it's really five coffee shops and then alcohol. Why did I, why did I get that wrong? Okay. Five categories, groceries, and then eating out. So one is groceries, two is restaurants, three is takeout, four is coffee shops, and five is alcohol. Groceries, we only spent $631 last month, which is very low for the two of us. We are a household of two adults. Neither one of us eats meat very often. We almost never buy it to have it home. And we're not particularly careful about what goes into the cart. Grocery shopping is one of my joys in life and going to the grocery store and just putting whatever looks good into the cart is something I'm super lucky I've been able to do and have been able to do, I mean, most of my life. I pay even less attention now, but even when I was younger and and made quite a bit less money, I wasn't ever super careful. So $631 on groceries is pretty good for us. It's often higher. Our restaurant spending last month was very, very, very high. We had a couple of nice meals that just all happen to have all happen to happen in November. So there's this really high-end Italian place I've been wanting to try. We did that like the first week of November. That was $126. We went out for brunch one morning. That was $45. We grabbed tacos one night on our way to something that was only $30. We had a friend in town kind of unexpectedly and went out to dinner. So for the two of us, plus we treated her too. That was $189. And then we had another nice dinner out. That was just the two of us. That was $160. The total for restaurants was $550. Like I said, that is definitely on the high end for us. But I mean, sometimes it's just in how things fall in the month, right? If that first dinner had been a few days earlier, it would have hit October instead. So I love going out to eat. I love going to restaurants. I love food and convenient food. Okay, so that's restaurants. We talked about groceries. Takeout was $93. And you know what? There's It's a little unusual here. So a couple times we went out for ice cream. That's normal. It's very normal this household. A couple times I stopped for McDonald's on my way to work. That is my thing. I have a bit of a commute. I usually go in the office like once a week. 
It's a bit of a drive. It's like 40, 45 minutes, depending on traffic. Could be longer, could be shorter. And I usually hit the McDonald's drive-thru on my way up for, I get an Egg McMuffin with no Canadian bacon on it and a hash brown. And it's so delicious. That is my treat for sitting in the car. But there are two DoorDash charges on here. One was $24 and one was $28. And I almost never do DoorDash. I, I so rarely do food delivery. And if I do, it's something reasonably cost-effective, like getting Thai food delivered or getting pizza delivered. I almost never do DoorDash because I'm looking at both of these, $24 and $28. I know what I got both times. I got a burger, um, some kind of veggie burger, onion rings, and a milkshake. And it's one of those things where it's like, oh, your total is like $16. And then with the delivery and the tip and the fee and whatever, now it's almost $30. So I almost never do that, but it has been like a just a challenging couple of months. I've shared all of this before. You know, our dog had some health issues and then passed away. I know one of these DoorDashes was like that um, that day um, that our, our dog passed. And that night I was like, I'm going to DoorDash a milkshake because, because I'm sad and I feel like it. And there was another day. It was just a bum. Like I said, there's, there's been a couple of things going on in the last couple of months. Our dog hasn't been in great health. Um, a, a really good friend of ours has not been in great health. There's been some emotions happening for, for both of us, I would say at work. And sometimes you just want to pay $30 for someone to bring like a fast food burger and milkshake to your door. So so that's that. Coffee shops, $117. I felt great about that. I love supporting local coffee shops. I actually try to spend more here and will go out of my way to just grab a coffee or breakfast or whatever it is at local coffee shops in my neighborhood because I think they're wonderful and I want to vote for those. Vote for those guys with my dollars. And the last food category is alcohol, which for November was a total of $36. That was two transactions that night that we went out to, one of the nights we went out to a nice dinner, we stopped and grabbed cocktails beforehand at a bar nearby. It was only $15 for two drinks. It was happy hour. I was really surprised. I know I left a good tip too. These must have really been on happy hour because I think I left like a $5 tip. Anyways, and then the other one was $21 and that was for, we went out to a show and I think that was just for one drink. I think just I had one drink. So that plus a tip was $21. So wild how the price can vary so much. Like these two transactions, one was $21 for one drink and one was $15 for two drinks. It's just funny how the same thing can cost so much different from one place to another, different circumstances. So that was food. Total was about $1,400. Our next biggest category isn't that interesting. It's transportation. So basically driving. And I've mentioned this a lot, a lot, a lot of times, but we bought a new to us car back in April and I'm trying to get her paid off. Her name is Carmen Electra. She's awesome. And so I pay $1,000 a month at least towards that loan. The car is about two thirds paid off. And once I sell our old car, which hopefully I will do soon, once I get around to it, I've just been busy and been putting it off. Um, that'll be a big chunk towards the, the final balance there. But then everything else in that category, so it's 13, 16 total. So $1,000 was went towards the car loan. And then... I think it was like two something or three something for insurance and the rest was just parking and tolls. I will be so happy when that car is paid off. I just really don't like having a car payment. I hate having it in the budget. It's just not my thing. 
All right. The next biggest category was home, like home maintenance, et cetera. And the total there is 935 bucks. This is not that interesting. A big chunk of that $440 is house cleaning. It's the same every month. We pay 220 every time they come. House supplies was 144. That's like toilet paper, toothpaste, that kind of thing. Our lawn service still charges $200 in November. And I don't know why it's getting so cold. I don't know what they're doing. Guess probably that was for October. I don't really know. This is my first time having a lawn service and I feel like I'm just generally not that excited about it. The thing that was interesting in this category, $149 for home maintenance. And this is like the most annoying thing. This is the thing that you hope does not happen. So I've talked a lot. We had permanent holiday lights installed on our house. I love them so much. There's a bunch of different brands. There's jellyfish, there's trim lights, there's, there's ever lights. There's a bunch of different kinds, but we got them installed in our house. And for whatever reason, they stopped working. Like they stopped turning on and it seemed like it was the plug that they're plugged into outside. And we messed with it, ended up having someone come out because we thought the plug was broken, gone wrong, something. Anyway, so the guy comes out and you know, on a plug, like that little, those little buttons in the middle, this is not a good story because I don't know the right words. You know, the, the it's like the reset and the test, like the, the little buttons that are inside every normal plug. Anyways, he comes out and just like pushes that button. And then of course it turns on. And we were like, no, we tried that. And he's like, yeah, no, that's all it was. And we were like, no. And he's like, you do, you do have to push it really hard on this one for some reason. So that's all it, that's all it was. And that was $150. So <laughs> yay. It's just annoying. It's not the money. It's my pride. But Okay. I think the next biggest category was Christmas for $842 that I spent in the month of November. A lot of that was holiday cards, like cards plus stamps was six something. And I know that's a lot of money. It's a thing. It's an area every year. I budget for it. I splurge on my holiday cards. I love them. And it's just something that I know is going to come up. So a big chunk of that was holiday cards. And then we also started to buy gifts. I mean, those were really like the biggest categories. And then, oh, you know what else? Um, my shopping slash personal category was like a little higher. It was about $400 clothing. And I looked at that when I went to do the review and I was like, wait, what? I didn't spend $400 on clothes last month. What was it? So we ended up getting permanent bracelets. Do you know what permanent bracelets are? Not really permanent, but they're kind of permanent. Basically they put a little chain link bracelet on you. And instead of having a clasp, it's just welded shut with a little ring. You can definitely get it off with like a good pair of scissors would, would get it off or a good pair of pliers or something. Like it's not hard to get off. So if, if there was an emergency or something, you could definitely get it off. But I love Love it because I like wearing bracelets. I really do hate clasps. <laughs> and anyways, the two of us got matching permanent bracelets and I think they're so cute. And I want to go back and get like a ton more, but they were not inexpensive. So it was $400 for both of us. And then there were a few other things in this kind of like shopping personal category. I get an order of frownies every month. Those are $26. Went to Goodwill, bought some random clothes and stuff. So all of our utilities were pretty typical. The gas and electric was under 200, which is great. I've mentioned online, I've been trying to be a little more stingy with the thermostat this year. Heat the person, not the room. The like wearing a jacket, having a hot water bottle on my lap, that kind of thing. Water was $79. Internet was $53. Streaming was more than usual. It was $70. I am kind of a stickler for not having
having more than one, like if I have Hulu, I don't have Netflix. If I have Netflix, I don't have Disney plus, et cetera. But just the way that the transactions fell in the month, I did end up paying for Netflix and Hulu and Audible. I thought I'd canceled it, but I think I just paused it. So that plus Spotify made it all. Medical was 454, but that's like par for the course around here. Both of us have non life threatening at all, but very annoying, just health stuff that we have to take care of. Uh, let's see. Oh, pet grooming was $100. I know I've talked a lot about our dog who recently passed away, but um, but that's not our only pet. So you'll, con- you'll continue to hear pet pet costs. Live performances was $28. We just went to a local show here. I put $400 into a taxable brokerage on top of like the investments that are coming out of our paychecks. It wasn't that exciting of a month, which I am very happy about. I was annoyed about that electrician bill for 150 bucks. Bunch of Christmas expenses hit. We were going out to nice restaurants like they were all going to close <laughs> and we'd never have the chance again. But I felt pretty good about it. December will be interesting. December is our first month as a one income household, at least for a little while. Although not really, I guess, because paychecks were still coming in. If you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. One income household, what? Go ahead and listen to the last episode, the one right before this. And that's got all the details on that, but I don't know if, oh, I don't know if the microphone picked that up. I was just moving in my chair, but it sounded kind of sounded like a toot, but uh, we're expecting, um, I mentioned in the last episode, uh, my partner decided to walk away from, from a job and, and, and take a severance. And that is going to be about three months. And I don't know if that's hitting in December, like it hasn't been paid out yet, or if it won't get paid out till January. I don't know how long it takes them to actually process the payment. And it's like the end of the year and the holidays. So I'm not really sure. And we are kind of being aware of spending and trying to be like a little bit more mindful. Like we went to a show this past Friday night and normally we'd just go get a casual dinner ahead of time that wouldn't, you know, be maybe $40 or something and decided to skip that because it's just feeling like, okay, let's, let's be mindful. I'm really curious to see how our expenses shake out for the next few months as we're trying to be a bit more frugal and also just how it feels like what feels like something I want to cut and what doesn't. So it's interesting, you know, Friday night we went out to a show. Normally we'd go to dinner ahead of time. We decided not to, we heated up some leftover spaghetti before we left instead. But then on On Saturday, we ended up... I think I've mentioned I have a, a friend who's having some serious health issues and we ended up watching her kids all day on Saturday and we like stopped for ice cream and on the way over to their house, we like stopped and got a kind of a fancy chewy bone for their dog. And I mean, I just didn't even, it's, it's, that ended up being like about the same amount of money on as dinner would have been on Friday. But on Friday I was like, Ooh, should we go to dinner? Should we not? Should we? Mm. And then for these purchases for someone else, I was like, no, it's totally great. <laughs> Like didn't bat an eye. The the psychology of how we spend money and what purchases we feel like we need justification or don't need justification, I find endlessly fascinating. Can't get enough of that kind of analysis. So uh, that's all I got. I'll tell you how much that fancy bone costs. I'll, I'll put a survey if you're listening on Spotify in the description. and <laughs> You can tell me if you think it was reasonable or not. I think it was not reasonable. So you can vote on that. If you like the show, you can always leave a review. That's great. Oh my gosh. Someone just left the nicest review. Hang on. Let me pull it up because 
oh, it was so nice. I was like, thank you so much. Um, okay. This person said Liz has an infectious enthusiasm for personal finance, a lighthearted conversational style and a quote, giggly charm. The end result is an engaging and enjoyable listening experience. If that was you, thank you so much. That just put such a smile on my face. And it made me so happy. Sometimes I get self-conscious because I'm a solo podcaster. So I just sit in here by myself. And so, so like sometimes I just laugh at my own jokes and I'm like, wait, is this obnoxious? But maybe it's a giggly charm. I don't know. According to that, that one person. Anyways, thank you as always for listening. If you enjoy the show, you can leave a review. You can tell a friend like, hey, I listen to this podcast. It's called Liz Gets Loaded. I think you should listen to it. That would be amazing. This episode is about spending. If you're like, that lady spends a lot of money. That is true. I just recorded an episode with Maggie Tucker from For Inside Out Money, which is an amazing podcast that has a group of rotating co-hosts. And I am one of the rotating co-hosts. And I believe the same day that this episode goes live, which will be tomorrow for me, Monday, 12, 18, that same day, an episode that we just recorded about like where we would cut back in our spending if we needed to will also be up. And it was really interesting and fun one to do because we kind of talked about how we'd prioritize like what would you cut first? What would you cut if things got more serious in your financial situation? What would be some of the last things that you would cut? And it was it was interesting. We definitely had different ideas. So you should definitely go listen to that. All right. Thanks for listening. You're awesome. I hope you're having a good week. I might take a break over Christmas. I haven't decided yet. We'll see. We'll see. I'll let you know. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. <laughs>